Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a week, just one week, until the beginning of Colts camp. You can get your tickets now at Colts.com. They are free, but you got to get tickets to come out to camp and watch workouts. What are you going to see at the workouts? How are you going to be able to tell if the Colts are any damn good as they play and practice against themselves? We'll talk about that a little bit, and we'll talk about what you're going to see from Anthony Richardson, his first public appearance as a guy who's going to lead this offense to wherever it's going to go. What are you going to see? What are you going to be wowed by? What are you going to see that might be lacking? We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk about the benefit of the Jonathan Taylor story. Jonathan Taylor is going to go through next year in all likelihood, unless the Colts have some kind of synaptic problem and and offer him an extension this offseason. He's going to go through what Saquon Barkley is going through right now and Josh Jacobs is going through right now, and that's being franchise tagged. What does that story, how does that story have a benefit for the Colts this training camp and this season potentially? We'll talk a little bit about the British Open, which is still the British Open to me, uh, the, the Open Championship. Why? What are we talking about? It's the Open? No, it's not. It's the British Open. You've got the U.S. Open. You've got the Spanish Open, the Scottish Open, the Irish Open. You've got a lot of Opens. The British Open has no, no license on the Open. Not in my world. Uh, the Pac-12, we'll talk about that a little bit because I think it ought to be renamed the Pac-10. And then the Big Ten should be renamed the Big 16 as USC and UCLA join and what are schools going to do with this influx of massive media money? Northwestern is showing us what they're going to do with that money. And, and it's, it's not necessarily a really good thing. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best plumber there is. So you call him. It's that simple. 765-610-8809 is the number. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. It's just polite to hit the like button. If you're watching and you enjoy 17 people watching right now, 17 likes should be on the board. You want to make a donation, make a donation. I'll see the comment. We'll read it. We'll answer the question and uh, talk about the comment. It's what we do. And want to remind you, there's a new Two Big Brains today. Uh, just after 11 o'clock, Dan Dockich and I will be chopping it up about all things sports, and I'm sure we'll talk about Boogie Fland 
being an Indiana recruit who is now down to eight finalists. Good for Boogie to pare down that list to eight. What are we kidding? All right, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about camp, what we are going to see. Camp starts. There are going to be 13 public workouts at Grand Park. You got to get tickets at Colts.com. You get tickets for free at Colts.com. You come out. What are you going to see from the Indianapolis Colts? How do you tell if they're any damn good? The answer is you can't. There's no way to tell as they practice against themselves. One thing you can kind of tell a little bit is when the defensive linemen and the offensive linemen go up against each other. How do they look? When the receivers go up against quarterbacks one-on-one, how do they look? That's some place where you can kind of get a gauge on the individuals, but as far as telling whether the team's going to be able to win on September 10th against the Jaguars, you're going to have no idea uh, from practice or the preseason games. None. You're going to watch preseason games, and you're going to either think that they're really good or not good at all, and then on September 10th, they could be exactly the opposite of what you believed as you watched those games. So there's no way to know. It's going to be interesting to watch Anthony Richardson. These things you're going to see. These are the things we saw at rookie minicamp, OTAs, the mandatory minicamp. We saw this over and over and over again, these things. You're going to watch how easily he moves. That's both inside the pocket He kind of glides around inside the pocket, avoiding pressure. Now, granted, nobody can hit him. He's wearing a red jersey, so nobody's going to hit Anthony Richardson. And gliding around the pocket's a little bit easier when you know you're not going to get, you're not going to move into a position where you wind up uh, having somebody's shoulder in your hip and get knocked on your ass. That's a little bit easier. So gliding around the pocket when you know that there's no duress coming and then gliding around the pocket on Sundays in the fall. little bit different thing, but you're going to notice how he glides around. And then when he moves in space, he moves really easy, and he cuts really easy. And and it's, it's something to watch, and you're going to watch, and you're going to say, wow, this dude is just different. A starting quarterback in the NFL has got to look different in practice. He has to. He just has to look unique. And if he doesn't, you got to get another starting quarterback. Anthony Richardson looks unique. Your eyes are going to go to him immediately, and that's just the way it is. Then you're going to see a quick delivery. Real athletic quarterbacks, sometimes they, they get really long back here, right? They bring the ball way back here, and they kind of wind as though they're throwing a baseball. Not Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is very tight. He's very compact. And it pops out of his hand. The ball just kind of sizzles out of his hand in a way. And that's really, really good. You're going to see an occasional lack of accuracy. You're going to see passes where you're going to think, where in the hell was he throwing the football? That's going to happen. And that's got to be corrected. That's one of those things. Like, this is not, you're not going to watch this guy. And you're, you're, you know, hey, he's a Hall of Famer already. You're not going to see that. You're going to see flashes of athleticism and and grace that are really, really compelling. And then you're going to see moments where you're going to be mystified. And that's just the way it is. He's got to get he's got to winnow away the mystification stuff, and he's gotta he's gotta show more of the magic, right? Uh, you're going to see occasional extreme accuracy. You're gonna see him throw deep balls. 
where it just feathers right into the receiver's hands perfectly. And you're going to say, ooh, look at that. You're going to see a natural effervescence. You're going to see energy from Anthony Richardson that is really compelling. He's going to dance. He's going to have fun. He enjoys working at football, and this ultimately is a really good thing. He grinds, but he grinds happily. Happy grinders. They tend to be really, really good. Uh, you're going to see how supportive of teammates he is. He likes being a part of things. He likes, you know, like Patton Gardner Minshew on the ass or Sam Ellinger or talking to the uh, receivers and celebrating stuff. He enjoys that. He likes football. He likes being on the field. You're going to see that he likes being on the field. Uh, he's simply the best athlete, maybe, to ever play the position. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you're going to watch, and you're going to be occasionally slack-jawed. Your eyes are going to go to him. He has that kind of athletic charisma, and, and you're going to look, whoever you're with, you're going to look at, and you're going to go, ooh, that's something. We don't see that very often. And, and you're going you're gonna to think, like, wonders are going to dance into your head. You're going to get these thoughts of, oh, championships. It isn't going to happen immediately, but it could happen. It may not happen at all, but there's the possibility that Anthony Richardson is going to be a really, really special quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. One great aspect of the endless chatter, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone, and it's not guilt. Like, it just, it's a story, so we talk about it. And that's Jonathan Taylor, the likelihood of him being franchise tag next, next offseason. There's no reason to pay him more than you have to. You'd rather take cap space and invest it elsewhere. Why wouldn't you want to do that rather than invest it in Jonathan Taylor? So anyway, the story is compelling and it's interesting. And the story also serves a purpose for the Colts because it's going to distract our attention from the real question, which is, how many games is this team going to win? What is their record going to be at the end of the 23 season? That's the question. It's not about Jonathan Taylor. The Jonathan Taylor question distracts us from the real question, which relieves a little bit of pressure from this team. This offensive line returns intact. This receiver group returns mostly intact. Paris Campbell's gone to the Giants. They drafted Josh Downs. They signed Isaiah McKenzie. The defensive front, intact. They added Samson Ebikam, and they got rid of Yannick Ngakwe. But overall, that group is intact. The linebackers, if Shaquille Leonard returns, mostly intact. Bobby Okereke, guard of the Giants also. And then the defensive backfield is uh, anybody's guess. You've got two rookie cornerbacks who are likely to start. You do have Kenny Moore. You have safeties coming back. But they're all young, untested, unproven. So th that's kind of what you've got. You've got good special teams, and you've got a rookie quarterback, and you don't know at this point whether he's going to be able to play dead as a rookie, but he's got to start because there's no point in wh what you're going to Iron is not going to sharpen iron with uh, Gardner Minshew as the starting quarterback. That's just not what's going to happen. He's, what is he? He's 8-16 uh, and 16 as a starting quarterback. That's who he is. That's what he is. It's a shame. We like Gardner Minshew a lot, but you know what this team is with him as a starter. 
At least with Anthony Richardson, you don't. Um, British Open begins tomorrow. Can I watch? I'm not watching the PGA because Monaghan joined forces with Liv, and I'm having none of it. But the Open, the British Open, that's kind of not really a PGA event. So, I mean, it's the Royal and Ancient. They put that on. So do I get a buy for uh, watching and, and relieving my boycott? Eh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty strict on these things. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the Pac-12, is it going to be renamed the Pac-10? Is Colorado going to stay in the Pac-12 or is Colorado going to uh, sign that uh, uh, the grant of rights that ties it to the Pac-12, 10, whatever for the next foreseeable future? Or could they jump to the Big 12? Could they jump to the Big 10? Interesting questions about the Pac-12. And Northwestern is teaching us what schools are likely to do with their excess cash. Where there is excess cash, there are going to be excess attorneys. This is where the money is going to go. Northwestern is launching multiple investigations of its own athletic department, and they're spending a lot of money on lawyers who are uh, about to start defending that university from lawsuits that are being filed against it, both by former coaches uh, like Pat Fitzgerald and by former students who feel that they were preyed upon by the culture created by Pat Fitzgerald, which led to Pat Fitzgerald's firing. Wow, that's a lot to keep track of, and that's a lot to spend money on. That's, that's lawsuits coming from all directions toward the university. The university, fortunately, isn't suing anyone. Uh, be, that would make it even more complicated. But then these investigations, and the investigations, um, I, I think, are just wonderful because what they are doing, they are uh, trying, to, uh, trying to figure out how the athletic department is supporting the academic mission of Northwestern University. How being a part of the Big Ten and, and, and that athletic department being a part of the Big Ten supports the academic mission of Northwestern University. The answer, of course, is that it doesn't. That it, it, One has nothing to do with the other. If you want to worry about academics, withdraw from the Big Ten and, and don't be a party to it anymore. There's nothing about academics within it. Like, they'll try. They'll try to tell you that it is. It's not. There, there's, that's, that's not what they do. It's not what the Big Ten... Big Ten's all about money. Big Ten maybe used to be a little bit about academics. It is not anymore. That's just the way it is. So this investigation, trying to find how the Northwestern Athletics... Uh, kind of community environment supports and is supported by Northwestern academics. I, what are you talking about? What are you, idiots? Like, here, I'll do your investigation. Whatever you're paying for the investigation, give me 10% of it. Here it is. There is no link whatsoever between what is going on with athletics at Northwestern University and what's going on with academics at Northwestern University. You're welcome. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays on this Wednesday. 
Devin Hunter, happy birthday. Brooke Penbacker, happy birthday. The great David Eggleston, one of the great athletes in the history of Lake Bluff Central Elementary. Uh, Andy Bloom, happy birthday. Todd Manley, happy birthday. Andrew Brandt, the great Steve Biggs. Bigsy going out to Valley View and shooting 67 in a match back in the day. Don't think I remember that. Uh, Dave Parker, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Coming up just after 11 o'clock, another episode of Two Big Brains. Dan Dockich and I talking about the world of sports in a way you cannot find anywhere else. And uh, Sterling in the Morning on WGCL Radio, WGCLradio.com down in Bloomington. Uh, you can listen, click to listen this afternoon. It's Optimism Wednesday. Indiana Sports uh, Now with Ken Sterling. I can't wait for all of this. What a day. Are you kidding me with this? Let's go. Let's start. Ready? Oh, we did. <laughs>